Ogumbawale for the win. Hello and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard Magdal. Remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWVB. You can listen to us on all available platforms. So thank you for making us your first listen every day. Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, delicious, nutritious. I don't have to tell you. You don't have to compare Built Bar to holiday desserts because they are delicious and healthy. Mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, sounds like desserts, right? Well, not exactly. Not when they are so low in sugar, net carbs, and have protein to boot. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order. That's go to Built.com, promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and as always... Tell them Grandma Myrna sent you. So we're going to get into it right away with Michigan. I had the chance to witness Michigan beat Baylor. Beat Baylor on Sunday, December 19th. We're recording this on Wednesday the 22nd, although you're hearing it on the 24th, of course. Baylor's a very good team, led by Nalissa Smith. Sarah Andrews is scary good. We're going to see her at the next level. A true combo guard capable of doing everything a one and two can do. So how did Michigan prevail? Well, they don't do anything amazing. They don't. It's just the flat-out reality of it. They are a top 50 team, roughly, in points per 100 possessions. Opponents' points per 100 possessions. They don't play super fast. They're very good at rebounding. 28th in the country in total rebound rate. But they're not top five in any of it. They're also not Bottom 200 in anything. In anything, really. And that's why they're 11-1. and one. They've got super smart leaders. Players like Nas Hillman. I was so impressed by with a live look. Nas Hillman fouled out on a call that shouldn't have happened. And Leah Brown stepped up. And Leah Brown is so smart. You know, Coach KBA knows how to put a team together to win. You just go down the line. 20 wins, 20 wins, 20 wins every single year. 16 and 6 last year. And then we can give the benefit of the doubt. Only got to play 22. It was, you know, that plague you might have heard about. And they're 11 and 1 in their first 12 this year. But this win, this was a top five win. This mattered. You could see it mattered to them post game. So without further ado, I want to turn you over to Kim Barnes Arico 
Leah Brown. You're listening to Locked on Women's Basketball. I'm Howard Bechdel. Uh, well, it was a great basketball game. I'm glad you guys were here to witness it because I know Doug's probably, you know, was feeling a certain type of way, so he needed to see us live. I'm teasing Doug. Um, but it was a great basketball game, and I was really proud of the way that our team battled uh, through some adversity during the course of the game. Things didn't really go our way a number of times, and when Nas fouled out, we obviously could have folded, but we found a way to keep clawing back, and I thought we did an amazing job on the glass, really rebounded the ball well, and uh, it's nice to finally get a, a win over a Baylor, a great bas- a Baylor, a great basketball program. Hi, Coach. Howard McDowell at the next. Good to see you. Hi. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm back home with all you guys here. It's true. It's good to have you back. Um, I have two questions for you, if I could. Um, the first on Nas specifically, where you know, she's already been you know, a monster for the inside, but this year, not only is she getting even more of her shots at the rim, she made almost 77% of them. I'm just wondering what is responsible for her being able to take that next step, not just in efficiency, but how often she's able to get those shots right at the rim. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really difficult because she faces double teams and triple teams every night and people are really keying on her. So it's something we focus on and practice a lot. We do a lot of different drills where she's facing multiple bodies all the time and we're trying to get movement off of it. We're trying to get cuts off of it um, just to still be able to get her touches. And we also feel like if we continue to go that route, we kind of wear people down and we've been really successful going back to her late in games. So I think that's really helped. But it, it's great when you have a supporting cast that can really pick up some of that slack so people can't really double and triple team. And just uh, more, one more if I could. Um, in terms of preparing for Baylor, and this is for both of you, it's obviously preparing for a totally different type of team. This is a team, you guys, it seemed like it was a priority to limit their shots from beyond three today. That obviously wasn't an issue last year when they did that very much themselves. And you can each talk about the differences in trying to prepare for a Nikki team as opposed to a, to a Kim Balky team. Yeah, well, they, I mean, last year their guards were different. This year they have three new guards in those positions. So um, we knew that that was going to be challenging. They shoot the ball a little bit more than they did last year. Um, last year a lot of stuff was off the bounce. So um, that was key. I thought, you know, we, we had some time to prepare. And we feel fortunate every time that we have a few extra days to prepare. We feel like we can really be successful. So it was a great scout. Um, and we, we did a really good job. We lost a couple of them late. 24 made a couple shots late. But for the most part, we did an awesome job defending them. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, I feel like, like Coach said, um, the guard play is completely different than last year. You know, we can help off of BB a lot, um, whereas this year everyone was a threat. So, like Coach said, they had a couple of threes there at the end, but I think we did a really good job of running them off the line, and then it also helps having almost a week to prepare. So, like, yeah, Coach Rafi did a great job on the scout, and yeah, obviously he's going to come out on top, so. Thank you, Dave. Kim, is it nice to get the monkey off your back and finally be a top five team? Definitely, and, and that's kind of what I said before. And, and even Baylor, it seems, you know, through my career, and maybe it's because you get there so many times, so maybe it is a positive, but like we play Louisville a ton, we play Baylor a ton, whether that's NCAA tournament, 
some kind of preseason tournament. We seem to get them a lot and match up with them a lot. So it was awesome to get this. You know, Lee and I were just talking a second walking over, and she said, I, I, it hasn't even sunk in. We just beat a, a top five team. She's like, my dad, oh my goodness. But she's like, for me, it hasn't even really sunk in yet. But it's a great signature win, and we talked about you know, I talked to the team earlier with the COVID numbers really spiking and teams being out. We don't know what January is going to look like right, right now. So it was important for us going into this little break to, to really come away with the signature win. So, awesome. Uh, and Leah, for you, I mean, to piggyback on that, you guys beat good teams for Big Ten, but they haven't been top five. How big is that? And also just, it's not the same team, but that you lost them to end your season last year. Is there any sort of that you beat this year finally? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say we had a, a bad taste in our mouths since, you know, last year's 2016 and just how it ended. Um, so that's definitely been on the back of our minds, you know, this whole season, especially knowing that they're going to be on our schedule for sure. Um, so, yeah, no, it feels great. Um, like Coach said, it really sunk in. But, yeah, I mean, being a, being a top five team, or even, like you said, the top team in the Big Ten, um, this is any night. So, yeah, it's awesome. Hey Leah, I'm just, uh, so first of all, congratulations, uh, Jackie Powell from Bleacher Report. I'm just curious as to what your goals were, you know, especially late in the game, right when Nas fouled out, you know, what sort of emotionally went through your head trying to, you know, shoulder the amount of responsibility that you usually do? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even say that I had to shoulder more responsibility. I think that um, our team as a whole has confidence um, in every single person on the court. So I think that just knowing Nas is out, I think not necessarily just for me, but everyone knew they were going to have to give a little bit more, um, you know, just work a little bit harder and just give, obviously, and we ended up coming out on top. But, yeah, and then Nas, too, coming out the court. She just was trying to instill confidence in us. And, yeah, so I think that's just as a collective whole. Like, it's just really special what we have and the confidence we have within each other. So, Coach, um, you got some key throws from two of your freshman guards. A bunch of threes early and the free throws at the end. Can you talk a little bit about their development and what you expect as we go on? He's talking about Cameron? He, no, he's actually talking about Maddie. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I will talk about both of them. So Maddie Nolan actually was on the bench for a long period of time, um, but for her to go in and have the confidence to take it and make it down the stretch, but I, I knew that she was going to because she's done that in big games all season long, and she's our best shooter on the team. And I was just trying to get Leah in some ball screen actions and have Maddie in the corner because if they helped off, Maddie was going to be able to bang one. And she was awesome. Um, Layla Filia is a freshman for us, and she was just fantastic tonight. Um, I thought she came in and played with a lot of confidence, and I think she gives us a different look on the defensive end. She's really athletic, and she can get in the paint with some downhill drives. But down the stretch, um, Cameron Williams is a sophomore for us, and last year didn't play a ton with COVID. When Nas fouled out, she had to step in, and she made two clutch free throws down the stretch, which once we got that lead, we never um, relinquished. So I thought every single person that stepped in really gave us some tremendous minutes. Kim, I know it's somewhat of a taboo subject right now about COVID, but last year everyone thought, hey, we're getting vaccinated, we should be good for this year. As you said, we hit over two years in the you guys talked about it being okay, then we got to bubble up again for Christmas and like go back to where we were last year. 
Yeah, it's a great question, and it's actually something that I talked to the team about. I think last year, um, one of the greatest things about our team is that we had multiple conversations, whether that was, you know, racial injustice, whether that was gender inequality, whether that was COVID. We were talking about everything, and this year things kind of are back to normal, and we haven't been having that those kind of conversations as much. But recently, with the COVID numbers spiking and our game on Tuesday being canceled, um, you know, we, we had a Zoom, which we haven't had to have an emergency Zoom. So they knew something was coming because we had another emergency Zoom because I don't ever want them to find out on the street or from social media. Um, so we called an emergency Zoom and talked about it. And then we had a follow-up conversation the next day before this trip um, because Tuesday's canceled and, and it was Eastern Michigan, which is only a couple miles from us. So we know, I mean, I watch the news every morning. I see what's happening in the NFL and the NBA and all the teams that are now canceling. Um, we talked about, you know, getting tested. And we're all vaccinated and have our boosters and all of that stuff. But it's still people are testing positive. So we're, we've been talking about it. We're getting a break now. You know, are, are we better getting tested on the front end? Because we haven't got tested in eight months. And we used to get tested every day. So um, we're trying to figure it out, you know, what is the best thing to do. But, I, but it kind of, when we were hit with that, it brought us back to last year. A quick reminder of we're not out of the woods yet. And the holiday season, that was probably the spike after Thanksgiving. You know, what is Christmas going to look like? So we talked about keeping your circle small. We only get a few days, but trying to keep it with your immediate family, trying to wear your mask now whenever you can and trying to, you know, limit yourself to gatherings. Yes, a great question. I'm very nervous about it. Coach, just, you know, today being the lottery uh, selections, there's a lot of conversation about this, obviously, right in the show, and Ryan Howard. I'm just wondering where you see Nas fitting in that conversation, both uh, particular fits uh, with the top four, and whether you see her as clearly someone who has to be in that conversation for the lottery. Definitely. I think Nas certainly is. I, I think, you know, she's received more attention this year on the defensive end. Um, she's facing double teams, like I said, in triple teams. So her numbers might not be where exactly they were last year um, because they, they didn't really know about her that much. But now she's on the top of everyone's scouting report. But she continues every year to develop her game and extend her game. And she's just such a high IQ player. She's an incredible worker. And she's an incredible kid. She's going to thrive at the next level. Appreciate you guys. Great to see everyone. Thank you.